0: Ends of Time Series Deep in a Valgard Forest There it was again, the rustling of forest leaves being disturbed by an intruder. Then all went quiet. The silence felt like an omen. He was deep in a Valgard forest, which was home to the fairy race and its queen, Ariel. The intruder was trying to quietly make his way around the tall trees, the fallen trees, and so much undergrowth that covered the forest floor. He was here to try to discover the location of the wealth of silver and gold that was said to be buried somewhere in this massive forest. His name is Reineth, of the Troll Race. One year earlier, Reineth had conspired with Garamon, who was of the Gnome Race, to steal the powerful Arianrod stone, so as to use it to barter with Ariel for gold and silver. But things didn't go as planned. Garamond backed out of the deal that he and Reinith had made, and left Reinith to suffer the consequences of this theft. This action of Reinith, this theft, had angered the dragon Kira, who was the keeper of the Arianrod stones and her punishment was that Reinath was to work for one year of hard labor in the elven mines located beneath the Ehrenwald mountain range. So did he learn his lessons? Apparently not. The Mines A year, a whole year in these wretched mines, Reinath thought, as he and Siles started down deep into the bowels of the Ehrenwald mountains to begin what for Reinith would seem to be an eternity— he was bitter about being betrayed by his friend, Garamon. Garamond is made out to be the hero for returning the Arianrod Stone back to King Arwine at the village of Cirque, and leaves me to these tunnels to have to not only hard work, but I have to work with elves, he muttered to himself. This went on for weeks. As he and the elves mined for the magic Arianrod stones, which were few and far between in these massive tunnels, he started to formulate a plan in his mind, a plan that would bring him full circle to what brought him here in the first place. He would keep whatever stone he could find. Yes, he would pocket it, and then hide it in a place where he alone would know these stones were so scarce even though it was said that the Ehrenwald mountains were full of them the days were full of hard strenuous work most every day he worked side by side with sile after finding nothing for what now was going on a week into the eleventh month there finally came a happy shout from sile look ryanet look here a large ridge and look what's underneath it sure enough there were further there were rather large fragments of the magical Aryanrod stones. The other elves who were working in the mines all gathered around to look what Cyril had found. Let's go and inform King Ankalima of the find. He will be thrilled, and I know for certain that Kira will be pleased. I'll stay here while you go to tell the king, Rhinus said. In the months that elapsed, Ryneth was on his best behavior, and so Sile didn't hesitate to leave him alone with this find. After all, he would be gone for only a short time to tell the king. And so Sile and the elves who had been working that qu- quadrant of the tunnel all left to head back to the great hall. This is such a huge slab, Ryneth thought. I'll take only a small piece off. No one will notice such a small chunk taken from it. He chiseled off a piece that would easily fit in his pocket. After an hour, he heard Seil returning. King Ankalima said that everyone working in the tunnels today should take the rest of the day off. He was so happy about this major find, Siles said to Reineth. He and Reineth made their way back up through the tunnels to get back to the main hall for something to eat and then to catch a good night's sleep. Reinath was glad to be out of the tunnels that were so narrow and dark and dank. He knew he had to just bide his time till his year penalty was up. By now he had only three weeks left. Then he would be free to go, to leave this godforsaken tunnels forever and return to his village of Tokol. At least now I will have something of worth, he thought to himself. One day remaining in the tunnels. The remaining three weeks went by quickly for Reinith, and today was finally his last day in the tunnels, only two hours to go before everyone stops work for the day. You must be so excited to leave here, Reinith. I know this was not what you wanted to be doing every day for a year. Gather up your belongings tonight, and I will take you up to the tunnel entrance in the morning where we where we will meet with Kira, Seil said. No, I don't ever want to see her again. Take me to the west side tunnel entrance and I will walk. Just point me in the right direction once we reach the top of the mountain. Kira hates me. I want nothing to do with her. Just give me enough supplies for two to three weeks. I will manage on my own, Rhina said rather indignantly. A shocked Sile responded, Yes, of course I will do that for you. I will have everything ready for you in the morning. Meet me here at the Great Hall. I know King Ankalima will want to see you off. Reineth went to his quarters to gather his few belongings and then slept fitfully through the night. Morning can't get here fast enough was his last thought before before sleep overtook his tired body. A Clandestine Meeting with Kira While Reineth slept, Sile and some of the other elves gathered up supplies for him to take on his trek back to his home. When everything was readied, Sile made a late-night run up to the south entrance of the tunnels to meet with Kira. He wanted to let her know this turn of events regarding how Reineth will be leaving. "'Yes, I already know what his plans are. He has something that alerted me.' Sile was puzzled. "'He has something?' And then it dawned on him. Oh, no, do you mean he has Aryanrod stones again? Hero remained silent for many minutes. Yes, precisely. His plan is not to return to his home. Rather, he wants to try once again to go into the Valgard forest, hoping to obtain some gold and silver in exchange for the stone. How fast he has forgotten the power of the stones! What do you plan to do to him? Sile reluctantly asked her. To his surprise, she said, I don't plan to do anything to him yet. Let him leave as he had planned. He won't know, but I will be watching closely. Let him believe he has won. Do not tell him of this meeting we had. Don't raise any suspicions for him. With their meeting concluded, Sile headed back down into the tunnels and informed King Ankalima of his meeting with Kira. Afterwards, he caught a few hours of sleep before meeting with Reinith in the morning. Reinith departs. King Ankalima, along with the rest of the elves, gathered in a great hall, all gave Reinith a warm farewell. They helped him pack up his gear for his long journey home. Only Sile and the king knew the truth of his departure and what he was hiding, but they gave no indication whatsoever of knowing anything about this. I want to thank you all for your hospitality, despite the grueling work I had to endure. I hope to never have to return, Reinitz said. I am ready to go now. The sooner the better, he thought to himself. With that, he and Sile began to walk up the long, narrow tunnel "'that brought them to the top of the Arenvald Mountains. "'Once they arrived, Sile showed him the direction he needed to go. "'The clouds were very heavy, and it was hard to see, "'thanks to the magic of the elves. "'Once Sile returned into the tunnel, "'he sealed its entrance with a magic that hid its location once again. Reinath was on his own now. "'A very long journey was ahead.' He was already regretting not taking up the offer of having Kira's assistance to get him off this steep mountain. It took him three long days and nights to find his way to the base of the range. He was relieved when the ground was finally level. He was carrying a heavy load of supplies that he had asked for. So many regrets for even that. He walked for the next two weeks with nothing but flat lands ahead of him, No sign of villages, no sign of the forest he had planned to go to. He was getting more and more angry as each day progressed. I think Sile pointed me in the wrong direction, he said out loud to no one. He pitched his tent for the night, exhausted from the long walk and heavy gear. He lit a small fire to cook up what little food he had. He would be out of food within the next day or two. Things were looking bleak. The night fire. Look way over there. A fire. A campfire. This alert came from one of the marauding bands of trolls that were from home hometown of Stokul. There was absolutely no protection, no place to hide on these vast open plains. They approached quietly and were very surprised to find Reineth. I'm so happy to see you two. I've been on foot now for I don't even know how long. It's been too long, that's all I know, Ryanath said. Yes, these were some of his friends from years gone by. It is good to see you, Ziandro and Merrick, Rinath said. They all sat around a fire and had a hearty meal, for which Reineth was ever so grateful. They spent the remaining hours of the night catching up on each other's news and plans. This was when Reineth revealed the Arianrod stone he had taken from the mines. Then he told them of his plan to go back into the Valgard forest and try once again to barter with Queen Ariel for the hidden golden gold and silver. What he failed to tell them was about the Keeper of the Stones. He failed to tell them about Kira. Yes, the dragon was looming more and more in his thoughts. He could not let them know of his fear for her. Kira's Plan Sial's work workday was over, and he had the next few days for himself. He always relaxed by spending time with Kira, and so he made his way through the tunnels up to the top of the Aranvald Mountains, to where Kira was resting in her nest. "'How are you doing today, Kira?' Sile asked. "'Do you have any news about Reineth? He has been gone now for quite some time. Has he given up on going into the Valgard Forest?' "'No.' Quite the contrary, Kira replied. She remained silent. Her silence always unsettled Sile. A thinking dragon is a dangerous dragon, he thought to himself. I would really like to fly with you, Kira, Sile said, trying to change the subject. I need some of this cold, fresh air to clear my head. I've been in a tunnels for too long. How about it? Kira snapped back to the conversation and said she would love to go soaring the skies with Syle. He hopped up on her back, and together they rode the winds. Kira flew effortlessly, despite her large size. Look below. Do you see them? She was referring to Reinith and his two friends, Zandro and Merrick. Style could see that they were about a two-day's journey from the outskirts of the Valgard forest. So he is going to try yet again to use the Arianrod stone to barter with Queen Ariel, Sile asked. He is trying to get his two friends involved. He is afraid of me. He will try to persuade them to use the stone. The Fairies of the Valgard Forest Queen Ariel was well aware of Kira and Sile as they made their way high above the forest that was her home. The fairies of the forest always loved visits from this beautiful dragon. Orbs started to appear all throughout the forest in anticipation of her coming to spend time with them. She landed ever so gently with Sio holding on tight. She was hidden well in this dense forest. So you are back once again, Kira. It is always a privilege to have you grace our forest with your presence, Ariel said. "'I come because Rodstone has come back into play by none other than Rhineth. You do recall him, do you not?' Kira asked. "'Ah, yes, I most certainly do remember him. So he evidently did not learn his lesson from the first time he came here,' she mused. "'No, he did not,' Kira said very sternly, and then remained quiet. "'I wish she wouldn't remain so quiet like this,' Sile thought again. Even Queen Ariel was becoming unnerved at the prolonged silence. The other fairies, too, were still and quiet. They did not want to intrude into Kira's thoughts. Finally, she spoke. Reineth has done his time as prescribed a year ago, and now he is currently a two-day's journey from here. This time he is traveling with some of his rogue troll buddies from Tokol. Their names are zeandro and Merrick, He is going to get them involved in trying to trade the stone in exchange for gold and silver. He has a very healthy fear for me. He doesn't know that I've been following his escapades. He already has regrets about coming here, but with his new-found friends he is becoming braver. Let them come into the forest and then we will see how brave they are, Kira said. There was that silence again. It seemed that even the forest got deathly quiet. Kira seemed quite pleased with the respect. Arrival in the Forest Reinith, Zandro, and Merrick were now within range of the Valgard Forest. There it was again, the rustling of forest leaves being disturbed by an intruder. Then all went quiet. The silence felt like an omen. Why is it so quiet here? Something isn't right, Zandro said. The sun was setting, the forest was so dark the further in the three went. Small lights, many small orbs of light, randomly appeared. My name is Reinath, he called out loud, hoping that the fairies were listening. I wish to speak to Queen Ariel. I mean, we wish to speak to the queen. We have something for her, he said. I think we should leave. Something isn't right here, said Merrick. "'I agree,' said Xandro. "'The darkest of dark descended over the forest. "'The three trolls were very disoriented, "'not knowing which way to go in order to leave this nightmare "'they had gotten themselves into. "'The fairies were flitting around here and there, "'causing almost a strobe effect. "'This was having an ill effect on the three. "'They were unable to see anything at all. "'Then there was total darkness.' In their panic, they started to run, walk, run anywhere, only to find that this was a losing battle. Ariel finally appeared, casting a brilliant light. Only then did Reinith, Zandro, and Merrick realize their dilemma. They were so far apart from one another, yet they were surrounded by hundreds of fairies. And then Reinith saw it. Oh, no. Not again. Oh, yes, again, roared Kira. Once again, silence fell over the entire forest. No one dared to speak. With a great light that shone from Ariel, the three trolls saw this magnificent dragon, this dragon that is only spoken of in ancient tales. You didn't tell us anything about a dragon, Zandro shouted to Reineth. What is that thing doing here? What does it have to do with anything we are doing? Merrick hollered out. That thing you are referring to is a she, and her name is Kira, called out Sile. She wants her stone back that you took. Yes, she knows you have it. Oh, no, Reynoth thought to himself again. I should have known. You sent me on a wild goose chase. I could have died out on the plains if my friends didn't come by, Reynoth said. Yes, I have the stone. I didn't think such a small piece of it would mean anything— or that would that it would even be missed here, take it, I don't want it any more. Reineth took the small stone from his pocket and threw it toward Sile and Kira. all of a sudden. Kira ordered Ariel to leave. She ordered all the other fairies to leave as well. Total darkness came over the forest once again, and then all was silent, a deafening silence. Reinith, Zandro, and Merrick could not see or hear anything. They were in a panic again, as they didn't know where they were, what direction to even turn to get out of this forest. We just have to wait a few more hours, and the sun will come up, and we can make our escape then, said Reinith frantically. But that won't happen any time soon, Kira said to Sile. There is a magic here in a Valgard forest, and this is just one of the magics used by the fairies. She and Sile were sitting high atop a cliff watching the three trolls. Sile almost felt sorry for them, but didn't dare say this to Kira. But Kira knew his thoughts. Don't feel sorry for them. They got themselves into this mess. It will now be on them to find their way out of the forest. I want them to scramble around, see how long it takes them. This is a huge forest. This will be their punishment. Daylight will be theirs only if they find their way out, Kira told Sile. Queen Ariel and the fairies of the Valgard Forest heeded Ke- Kira's instructions to keep the darkness spell over the entire forest. Kira and Sile then waited to see how and when the trolls would find their way out of this dense forest. The Trolls Reinith, Zandro, and Merrick were hopelessly separated. It was like being in a giant black hole. They were crawling on their hands and knees, not knowing where they were or where they were even going. There was a lot of mumbling that came from each of them, each cursing the other for getting into this trap. After what seemed forever, they all three collapsed from sheer exhaustion. All the time disappeared seemed to disappear for them. It seemed like weeks, when in reality it was only three days that had elapsed. Kira called out to Queen Ariel to lift the darkness spell. She did as she was asked, and there she saw the three trolls, still very far apart from one another, they were so disoriented and confused when they finally woke up to say de- see daylight. The fairies of the forest kept the three trolls separated. They were given something to eat and drink, per Kira's instructions. Kira's Decision What will happen to them now, Kira? Ariel asked. They came here with the intent to trade the Arianrod Stone for some gold and silver that you have in abundance here in the forest. I want you to give them a small bar of each, and they are not to ever return, she replied, adding, They suffered enough mental anguish in their total darkness state. I'm sure this will compensate them. The three trolls were still very confused. The fairies brought them all together now in a small clearing, and it was here that Ariel presented them with a bar of silver and a bar of gold each. They were quite surprised at this turn of events. This has to be a trap of some sort, Reinith mumbled under his breath. This is too easy. No, this is not a trap, Reinith, Kira said quite loudly. He stood perfectly still, afraid to say anything, afraid to even move. Xandro and Merrick stood speechless also. Seeing this large dragon here in the middle of a dense forest was something to behold. We will do whatever you ask of us, Kira, Xandro shouted out. This is what I wanted to hear. You three are free to go. You are never to return to the Valgard forest. Use the earnings of your newfound riches wisely. And no more marauding. Yes, I know about this too, Kira added. Again, the three stood quite still and very silent. You will leave here each in a different direction. You will have to find your own way out of this forest with no help from the fairies who inhabit it and no help from either me nor Sile, Kira said. With that, the three were separated again by the fairies, and the magic of the Valgard forest was once again used, only to a lesser degree. Not a total darkness as before, but a darkness that made it difficult to maneuver through this thick, tree-laden forest. It will take them days to find their way out of our forest. There are no paths whatsoever here, Ariel whispered to Kira. Yes, I am very well aware of this, but they will succeed eventually. Tell the fairies to keep hidden, but to also keep watch over them. Leave them food and water along their ways. Do them no harm, Kira said. Sile now spoke. I think we need to head back to the Arenvald Mountains, Kira. I will need to be getting back to King Ankalima and back to work in the tunnels. I've been away for too long now. Yes, I know. It is time. Our work is done here. Thank you, Ariel, for your help. As always, it is good to see you and to have been able to spend time here in this beautiful forest, Kira said. You know you are welcomed any time, Kira. And you too, Sile she added. Give my best to King Ankalima and the rest of the elves in the mountains of the Erinwald, and also to King Arwine in the village of Sirk. I hear he is doing quite well now that he has the Arianrod stone back in his possession. And thank you, Kira, for watching out for all the races in this vast world, Ariel said in ending. Departure from the Valgard Forest Sile hop, hopped up on Kira's back. He readied himself for the journey home. He kept the Arianrod stone that was given up by Reineth. He kept it deep inside one of his pockets until he got back to the mountain. Kira rose quickly into the skies above the forest. Let's fly higher so as to get a better view of where our three trolls are and how they are faring, Kira said. She flew much higher than usual and was able to see the three still struggling to find their way out. Let's get you back to the tunnels and then I will come back here to check on them in another day or two, Kira said to Sile. I do feel bad for them, Kira. No matter which direction they leave from the forest, it will be a long way back to Tokol for them if they don't get totally lost walking in endless loops, Sile said. Yes, I know, and I agree. I will take you back to your tunnels for now, and then I will head back to get them, and I will take them back to Tokol. I'm sure they have learned their lesson. This whole incident should have a lasting effect on them, Kira said. Sile sat back and enjoyed, as always, riding on the back of magnificent Kira as they soared through the clouds high atop the world. They arrived safely to the entrance of the elven world in the Aranvald Mountains. Sile jumped off the back of Kira, and when the mists parted to the entrance of the tunnel that led back to his world, he said his farewell to Kira. Let me know of the three trolls in their ongoing journey. I will be anxiously awaiting the news. With that, he disappeared from sight, and Kira rested before she would venture out again to help the trolls. The return to Tokel Kira waited two full days before she left the mountain top. She flew towards the Valgard forest once again to find the whereabouts of Reinath, Zeandro, and Merrick. She first spotted Zeandro. He was close to the western edge of the forest. She landed ever so quietly a few hundred feet in front of him. At first he was totally bewildered upon seeing her up close like this, but he wasn't afraid of her. Please don't hurt me. I need your help, he pleaded with Kira. I have come to take you to your village, Andro. Hop up on my back. I want to find the other two also. I can't just leave you to wander aimlessly out here, Kira told him. She laid her wing flat out on the ground for him to safely get up on her back, and then away they went. Hold on tight, she told him. Next, she found Reineth further south of the forest, and then Merrick, who was just emerging on the northern side of the Valgard forest. After all three were safely on her back, she flew them towards their village of Tokol. The three trolls were relieved to have her help. We can't thank you enough for coming back to find us, Ryneth said, although he feared she didn't hear him over the winds that they were flying into. These winds are awful. I don't know how much longer I can hold on, Zandro yelled out. Fear gripped the three trolls who were clinging on for dear life. Is she trying to kill us now? Maybe this was her plan all along, Ryneth thought to himself. The Storm this was a storm unlike the other wind storms that Kira had seen throughout her entire life. She was well aware of the three passengers and knew their absolute fear of losing their lives if she didn't act fast. She swiftly descended to the village of Cirque, which was on the way to her original destination of Tokol. The villagers were scrambling about trying to batten down equipment that was being tossed to and fro in the winds. Look, there is Kira. She has just landed in the fields outside the village, one of the gnomes shouted. Garamond came running outside as soon as he heard of Kira's return, as did King Arwine. She has three passengers. It looks like one of them is Reineth, Garamond said. He and the king both ran towards Kira to try to help the three trolls dismount from her back. Take them inside to safety, King Arwine, Kira shouted over the winds. Do them no harm. The winds blew for hours. There seemed to be no end to them. Kira waited patiently in a large field, braving these winds, while all the other villagers took cover inside their home. Evening was fast approaching, and the winds had finally subsided. King Arwine and Garamond returned to Kira from the safety of the castle and were then told by Kira all the events that transpired, everything about the ordeal these three trolls had gone through in the Valgard forest. I was on my way to take them to their village of Tokul when this storm arose. I was afraid they were going to fall to their deaths, hence my coming here. Bring them to me, and I will take them and be on my way, Kira said to both Garamon and King Arwine ryaneth zandro and merrick were brought to the field by one of the men dispatched by the king to bring them from the castle there was an uneasy quiet when the three were brought to the field garamon felt guilty over his betrayal of ryaneth that year ago he knew of his punishment to have to work with the elves in the mines of the Erinwald mountains it was ryaneth who broke the silence no hard feelings more, garamon I was really angry and bitter at first, but look what it got me. I ended up going back into that forest to try again for a trade. Only this time it turned into my worst nightmare. To show you there are no hard feelings, I want you to have this. He handed Garamond his gold bar that was given him by Queen Ariel. Garamond was speechless. Go ahead and take it, Kira said. He is sincere in this offering. Garamond took the gold bar and thanked Reineth. I give it now to King Arwine to use towards the betterment of our village. We are in need of so many improvements to make life better for our fellow gnomes. Both Zandro and Merrick each gave over one each of their silver bars to King Arwine as a sign of goodwill. It is time to go now, Kira told them. She lowered her giant wing for them to get back up onto her back. Once they were safely seated, she rose up into the night skies to take them back to their village of Tokol. Cute, a well-deserved de- well rest. Kira stopped at Tokol to drop off her passengers, Reinith, Zandro, and Merrick. They each thanked her again for returning them safely to their homes with the promise of no more marauding, no more risky journeys abroad. Kira accepted their thanks. She was flattered by their compliments regarding how beautiful she is. She knew it and was always happy to hear it from others. She rose gracefully from where she had landed with them. Up into the starry skies. she flew. She flew back over the village of Cirque, and back over the Valgard forest. So much has happened over these days. She was ready to get back to her home, high atop the Ehrenwald mountain range. Once there, she settled in and rested. I wonder what the next adventure will be, she pondered to herself as she drifted off to sleep. The End